0: Is your business struggling to get clients? Are you looking to save money on your marketing budget? Look no further than BC Media & Associates. BC Media & Associates is a full-service advertising agency that offers the lowest rates possible for primetime radio, TV, OTT, and billboard marketing. Call now to find out how you can get a free week of advertising. 855-959-2288. That's 855-959-2288. BC Media & Associates has over 20 years' experience of helping businesses like yours run successful and profitable marketing campaigns. Whether you're a small local company, regional or national company, the team at BC Media and Associates has the expertise to get the results that your business needs. Call BC Media and Associates today to find out how you can get a free week of advertising. Restrictions apply. 855-959-2288. 855-959-2288. That's 855-959-2288. Or visit them online at bcmediaassociates.com.
1: is a live, copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com.
2: Welcome everybody to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny. It is the 29th of January, 2022. Welcome all our wonderful affiliates from all over the country. We love having you here. Uh, this is a three-hour show every Saturday, 9 to noon Pacific time with Denise Dirks, myself, Frederick Penny, Todd Kunin, and our producer, uh, Cal Hunter, three-time nominated uh, Emmy-nominated producer. Cal Hunter, we love you and appreciate you, Cal, for all you do for us. The man with Never experience. a winner. Listen to this. No, Cal, <laughs> I haven't told you this. I haven't had time to talk to you. Okay. I was in the capital of California, Sacramento, California. Yeah. And I was talking th- – no, no. And then I, from there, went to another kind of, you know, uh, city I'm not going to mention. And I went to lunch with a bunch of brokers, uh, as in like, uh, you know, commercial brokers. And oh, they're yeah. Very well-known people, very prominent. And um, I brought your name up, and this is no like how they said – the Cal Hunter, he goes, and I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, the guy that was the news anchor for NBC, CBS, whatever it was. ABC, yeah. ABC for years. He goes, he was very, very popular and very, very well-known celebrity. And back I said, in the what? day. And I what? He goes, back in the day, everywhere he went, everybody knew him. Was that true, Cal? Oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. And in, in that market, you know, any, any yeah, local California, market when you're, when you're a local TV guy, yeah, everybody knows you.
2: Wow, I didn't realize you were such a stud. In such
1: a small market, it was pretty easy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All four of the people listening.
1: All six to people who live there said, I know that guy.
3: <laughs> I mean, to be, honest, to, be, to be correct and fair, it, it was the uh, South Pole outpost. Yeah, it was. But <laughs> so Listen, you
1: know, if you've got an audience, you've you got keep an up audience.
2: audience. <laughs> and Cal, you got a free few uh, lunches out of that? One or two?
1: Yes. And if I drank, I could have been a complete alcoholic out of that. You Luckily, <laughs> you don't drink alcohol. I don't. Not, okay. Never have.
2: Yeah. All right, all right. But that's Cal Hunter, our Thank producer. You. Yeah. Uh, call us at eight five five Law Radio. I don't know why I've got the frog in my throat this morning, but I, you know, let's do the frog talk. <clears throat> so I, it's okay to be frog talk because it's just radio it's law a, talk. R-
3: it's radio frog talk. That's what we're going to do. Radio uh, frog ra- talk. Radio frog talk. Re- uh, the- that's pretty deep. <laughs>
2: Remember seek local <laughs> counsel. we're not giving uh, uh, you any advice.
3: If you want to reinforce a boat, make sure you rib it so it's okay.
2: <laughs> cal, you don't ha- you're not fast enough with your hand cal to do the, the you know do this dumb joke again and he's got to have some something to throw out there. Cal, get ready yeah. with this. Okay, so let's do it again. Stupid yeah. go-
3: do the stupid joke again. Uh, I don't remember
2: what No, it no, was. he did- I'll go
3: Oh, you if just- you're going to reinforce reinforce the side of a boat, you need to rib it. See, that's Cal this tells
2: you how good our show is. We got a bunch of old dudes and a beautiful young lady. And 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 Cal's so slow at the draw, he it's like (laughs) he he, he forgets to hit the button to do something. So we're
3: like, I'm not gonna lie, I research bad dad jokes to torture my kids and it does bleed over into the show. I apologize in advance. And that's okay. (laughs) And, and and
2: if you did it, you could
4: show me the
2: magic. There you yeah. go. Ah, we do have the best, best kitty bumps in the country. You're no oh, doubt. Yeah, no we're going to talk about rust today, New York mask mandates, uh, and the Vax rules. I know that came out earlier this week, but we're going to touch on that. You guys, I know when you saw what we're talking about today, I know what you were thinking.
3: Oh yes. Ruth
2: Bader Ginsburg <laughs> is passed away. Bless her soul. Yes. <clears throat> but she's in the news, and we're going to talk about why and what makes me happy. Kelly Clarkson's divorce, man, I <laughs> think never, ever ends. But we've got Denise Dirks here, the family law attorney. She's going to talk about divorce, and she's going to talk about Kelly Clarkson's divorce. And then we've got a huge slew of other stuff to discuss, <clears throat> but we really uh, – there's just too much to talk about. Remember, we're, we're the most exciting, entertaining, and informative show on earth – and if you want to email us, email us at info at radiolawtalk.com. Um, and we, get, we love your wonderful emails and appreciate them. And a <laughs> lot of you – Did, did yep. you say Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I'm sorry. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Why are they doing that if you haven't listened to Radio Law Talk? She's – her and I had a thing going.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, it does, it, it does involve a seance now that she's dead, but they still have this thing going. <laughs> uh,
2: she and I, man, we're friends.
3: Fred, Fred Penny bought a Ouija board so he could talk to Ruth Peter. Yo, no. Ruthie. No.
1: But it's still considered a toy by Milton Bradley.
2: Yes, no. it, is, it is. Those of you who don't know what's going on, I have met her. I was sworn in to the Supreme Court to argue before the United States Supreme Court. I had br- We had a little brunch afterwards with her. There was a small group of us, and I got to be with her and I just just it was a very interesting meeting with her and a uh, di- difference between her and Roberts I met them both <clears throat> got to talk to them and man there's a night and day difference you know Roberts was kind of like kind of laid back, kick back. Hey man, what's up? And then she was, I swear it was the Queen of England walking in. I'm not kidding. If you had a video it'd be like she was the Queen of England. Not because she was, you know, stuck up, but she was a proper prim person, her white gloves, she was the size of a peanut. I mean, a peanut's like bigger than that, you know? And she but she the she just own the stage. Dignity, she in, she grace,
1: presence. Yeah, it yeah. was.
2: it's like old, it just felt like I was in old England. Yeah. And we're upstairs in the East Wing, which is the very top of the uh, United States Supreme Court. They have an area where we can have breakfast. They have a cool little open... Um, uh, patio, patio, yeah, mm-hmm. like a patio area, and it's at the very top of the Supreme Court. What did
1: they feed you for lunch at the Supreme it, Court? It,
2: well, we had it was actually pretty good. No, it was, we had breakfast first, uh, and breakfast was like just scrambled eggs, sausage, bacon, you know, just the typical hotel
1: fare. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, kind of, but it was nice. I'm gonna say it was a. Out of a 10, it was probably a solid 6 to 7, so it wasn't bad. But I grew up on a 1, so that was good for me. You
3: know, if I had a dime for every time I heard that description. That's what they described Todd as a Ah, 1. Like I'm a solid 5. I'm a solid (laughs) 5. If she's blind. On a scale of 1 to 15. But keep going. If she's blind. (laughs) If if she's blind, has poor eyesight, bad sense of smell, you know. Hey, I may have a chance. Go, Fred, keep going. Did she speak with a British accent? No, she didn't. All right, I was just but chatting. She was, but she was very quiet. No, Frederick, she, I shall send you a raven. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: go on. She Sir, she was she Sir was Freddie. very listen listen. This is important. <laughs> yeah. She was very proper, very quiet, right, and and didn't say much. But she just kind of you know it's like follow. It was like as she walked in, they had an assistant with her, right? Follow me. <laughs> yes. And then took pictures with her, and and it was funny because there was a lawyer friend of ours. There was about ah, fifteen of us maybe, that. Took over the stage and it, I, and we're still friends. And it's it's this wonderful woman lawyer that are, uh, that I'm good friends with, and she's out of Idaho. And she, um, and I got to know her more uh, while we got you know we were in Washington D.C. And it's like she just like, whoo! I hope she doesn't listen to my show. I don't think she listens to my show. Whoa Just like attacked her, like and talked to her and jabbered with her. and It's like everyone's like, uh, 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 uh and like she took the whole time with her. So well,
6: she's an icon for women.
2: And I get that, but there was, there was more women than her, uh, just so you know, Denise, she wasn't the only woman. in, in No, in I know that, group. but I mean,
6: <clears throat> Ruth Bader Ginsburg right. is an icon for right. women because back in 1973, she fought so hard right. for us to be able to have our own credit. Right. Do you realize that up until 73, women had to get buy a house with a man? They could never do it themselves.
2: Well, it should be vice versa. I don't think a man should be able to get one without the woman being in charge.
6: That's, <laughs> is, I, think, I think I should I mean, just flip, right? I never really understood That's until weird. later in life how come my mom, as soon as I turned 18, said, you're getting credit. We're going to go out. We're going to get you a Les Schwab account so you can get tires for your car. <laughs> really? And I had my first credit. <laughs> and that's
2: what she kind of paved the way in, 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 as yes, a Supreme Court justice. Yes,
6: absolutely. She Anna, went to Harvard. Anna, and it was
1: your Harvard. mom's way of saying, I'm tired of buying cars for, tires for your car. And that's it. I'm done. <laughs>
6: <laughs> it was.
2: You know, Ruth Gator, uh, Bader Ginsburg went to Harvard first. And then I didn't know she transferred to Columbia and finished in Columbia. Because she talks about Harvard. Oh, she, yeah. Because, you know, you're going to find out what we're going to talk about about her. But there's some interesting things about harvard and what we're going to discuss about uh the justice ruth bader ginsburg so we're going to come back we're actually going to get into the the meat of these things we're going to do a case or no case then jump right into rust i'm frederick penny your host of radio law talk this is coming up on five years stick with us
1: wow this is radio law talk and it's on radiolawtalk.com free you can stream the show anytime or any of our previous episodes at no charge stay tuned we'll be right back Fred, Todd, and Denise will be right back with more Radio Law Talk after we take this break. commercials commercial center, the announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been
4: evaluated by the FDA. You.
0: Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home, guaranteed fixed or replaced, with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back.
7: Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092. 800-918-7092. 7092 That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. that's 800-263-2610.
4: Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz2Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple. Repayment plans are flexible and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again,
6: 800-559-5523. I think bread's the best. Todd, not so much.
1: This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO.
2: Welcome back to Radio Law Talk. Uh, again, I'm your host, Frederick Penny. We've got Cal Hunter, who brings up uh, the case or no case to us. And uh, this he tries to stump us. So let's roll with this case or no case.
1: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. You know, they say there are no great successes without he said they say. Yeah, without great failures. Instead of asking Radio Law Talk, just ask Richard Branson of Virgin, the Virgin Company and of the billionaire space race. Brandon has apparently thought he is all that. And he thought that Coca-Cola was just too big, so he decided he would try to take them down with a brand called Virgin Cola. So we cut a deal with Cot Cola of Canada, also the manufacturer of RC Cola, the, you know, the also-ran cola brand, and the private label maker for Sam's Club of Sam Walton fame. Virgin was quickly becoming an empire brand, one that had gained global reputations thanks to the founding of Virgin Atlantic Airwaves, Intercity trains, video games, radio stations. Soon that brand would be used for mobile phones, healthcare providers, and spaceships. But soda, that's a different tune. People don't buy buy off-brand soda because they like the flavor better. They buy it because it's cheaper, like light beer. So he thought, how can I make this more cheaply and make it like crazy? Virgin Cola became the top seller in England, beat Coca-Cola, and he figured he was on his way to the top. So he invested in taste tests, not an uncommon gimmick. And then he tried to get into the American market. One third party taste test ranked the drink above Coca Cola, said it wasn't too sweet like Coke was. And then he got a bottle, a top heavy bottle modeled after Pamela Anderson. During a dinner with his wife and Pamela Anderson, they discussed the idea of producing a plastic soda bottle that was curved at the top, named the Pammy. True story. The next day, Anderson gave Branson the right to use her body free which created a lot of press, both good and bad. And then Branson decided to drive through three tons of Coca-Cola products in Times Square with a British tank. Well, Coca-Cola said, all right, that's it. That's enough of this guy. Let's do what we can to get him out of business. And Branson said, you can't do that. This is a free country. I can compete against Coke if I want. And so I'm going to start with you, Mr. Cunin. Did Richard Branson get in a dogfight with, with Coca-Cola And is that a uh, did Coca Cola try to sue him out of it, case or no
3: case? I just want to know if on the uh, Branson Virgin (laughs) Cola, I I mean, the irony of of, (laughs) Virgin. Product called Virgin Cola being prod- being produced in a Pamela Anderson yeah. uh, well. bottle. Wait, wait, I just want to know: Did they have the silicone flavoring? Yes. In the, uh, okay. Truth and in, Truth and advertising. Okay, good. It good. was a silicone bottle. Actually. Okay. Well, well, there you go. There you go. I'll have the enhanced model. Would you like small, medium, or large? I'll have enhanced. Yes. Okay. Uh, Denise is not laughing, by the way. Uh, no, but she's she's giggling on the inside. She's thinking of a bunch of things that she would want to say that she knows she cannot say on the air. Fair enough. So we've got her, and Cal. I this say it after this, we get off the <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. This is a very interesting story, and I, it may even be a true story because you went to great lengths, at least twice. I counted, to say true story in your description. Well, the bottle is true. You yeah. must have heard of that. Well, yeah. I, actually, I hadn't, and, and I thought I would have seen that, but. <laughs>
6: Um, Over and over again. Knowing myself
3: as I do. (laughs) (laughs) Coke decided to go out and make Tommy Lee their spokesperson. That would just be bad. Uh, No case. This this might be a true story, but this did not result in a case. I'm going no case on this one. All
1: right, fair enough. Denise Dirks, what say you in the matter of uh, Richard Branson versus Coca-Cola?
6: Well, you always do this to me. You have me follow Todd when I'm going to agree with him. Oh, boy. Um, it's too detailed. It's a uh, fair competition. Um, there's really no case that I could see. They didn't, you know, uh, malign him or do anything like that in the United States. And so I don't see that there's a case out of this at all. So I'm going to have to say no case.
1: All right. Fair enough. Now, Fred Penny, the uh, man, man famous for his uh, injury lawyer practice throughout the entire yeah. United States. Fred, what do you think about this?
2: Mainly, California,
1: okay, but still,
2: yeah, yeah, that's penny galbraith elder brandon i'm not, not shouting them out, but no. is that look <laughs> this is what irritates me about this. I just want to go the opposite of him, <laughs> but it doesn't make sense, you know, Because <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I probably would have heard of this lawsuit uh, you know now there's no doubt I think we're going to all agree this is a scenario i i, I truly, absolutely I, absolutely. I, absolutely a scenario, but what i don't get is okay, this is a dogfight with Coca-Cola. Did they, did they file a lawsuit? It's like... Ugh.
1: According to Branson's book called Losing My Virginity, Coke apparently took the threat of Virgin quite seriously and mm-hmm. took hyper-aggressive steps to quash
3: yes. his brand. That's the claim made in the book. Virgin Cola, the soda that didn't even think about it. <laughs> That's a tagline. <laughs> I
2: like okay, that. here's the deal. The answer is I'm going to say a lawsuit occurred and it settled... And um, I just am doing that to go the opposite of Todd and Denise, so I can see if I can gain points. But look, I, let, let's just—can I step back just for a second and discuss? Sure.
1: This? You're saying you're saying case, but you don't believe it.
2: Yeah, it's a case, and it settles. That means it, it, they drop it somehow, and it and it and they uh, settle out of court. But here's the situation: um, there is, you know, you can't really. It's going to be very difficult unless they're taking your name, your product, your trademark. You know, and I don't see any trademark violations here unless – and the word cola is not, you know, Coca-Cola. Can't claim that's them. Um, but destroying they, but, their
1: product in public, you don't yes. I mean, you think that's, No, okay. they can even do yeah. that. But okay. what,
2: where you can get them probably is on a taste test because if it's not done properly and if it's kind of – I'm going to say um, – how, how do you want to – it leaned one way or the other and not – what's, the, what's the word? Unfair. Unfair. Well, not unfair, Tilted. but uh, – anyway slanted slanted yeah in some way uh, that that is not true right then i think branson would have a case so mm-hmm. i think that's what happened it's more than just the running the the bottles over, I think it's kind of something else. Anyway, I just I just mumbled through that for a little while, and uh, I'm <laughs> and feeling I thank good. You. <laughs> I'm feeling good about myself, and you know I'm just uh, scratching We're glad my you head. Feel good about so so you're
3: going case, and there's some kind of settlement, yeah, which would a, mean yep, which would mean who wins Coke. Does if there's sell- a if there's a settlement, doesn't
2: matter. Doesn't matter. They don't they don't say it because a lot of times the settlement does nothing comes out right. They don't tell you it's a non-disclosure. And, and
1: here's the next question. Do you see virgin cola on the shelves anywhere?
2: No, you don't. So okay. happened. You All right, we're going to come back, Cal. Cal's got it. That's a good one, Cal. So Denise, Todd, uh, no, Fred,
3: yes. We'll I see nothing but wanton Pepsi.
1: <laughs> Stay tuned. There's more Radio Law Talk coming up and the answer to case or no case. If you're playing along, I'll give you the answer when we come right back. Don't go away. And other announcements aired on Radio LaTalk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio LaTalk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease
5: Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800 220 7612. 800
7: 220 7612. 800 220 7612. That's 800-220-7612. I've got to get my car washed. This
2: dirt, it just won't do.
4: The best thing about Quick Quack Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors.
1: But
3: I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do.
4: Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash.
3: And I know this place right down the
4: road. Quick, quick, quick Quack ca- Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch the Get, Get the quick quack habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see. I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come quick quack
3: car walk. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Sweet, quack, car you sharp, come
7: 39.
6: Blimey. Oh, come on. Oh,
1: stop it. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info, info at radiolawtalk.com. Dot
2: com. You know what I think we're to do is the last week of January, Todd and Denise, one of you grab your cell phone out and um, look up our um, affiliates. We have three new affiliates, and I, I had them on my old notes, and I threw those old notes away. And because I want to shout out our first hour, our new there's three new affiliates this month. Cal, give us an overview, very brief, and tell us Richard that Branson. I win.
1: Richard Branson had the temerity to compete with uh, compete with Coca-Cola. Did a lot of things. Took a bunch of Coke to Times Square. Ran over th- a ton, a ton of Coke and a ton of Pepsi. Ran over him with a big tank. Coca-Cola started to take him seriously. <laughs> Branson said they squeezed him out of the business. I asked if he did so in court. Todd said no. Denise said no. Fred said I yes. I said a
2: lawsuit was filed. I didn't say they were in court.
1: Okay, well, fair enough. And the answer to that question, is this a case? On those of you who say this was a case, was that, Fred that would be you, Fred. Okay, well, here we go. Okay. Oh,
2: oh man, I just, I went out on a limb. Denise
4: well, is over there going, <laughs> no
1: case, just good old-fashioned hard business. There was an English woman who worked in the Coca-Cola front office in Atlanta who told Coke, let me go over there to Britain and get a a team on the ground and we'll solve this problem. So they got over there, went to all the retailers, got the Virgin Cola product taken off the shelves, their refrigerators removed by offering such great terms that Virgin literally could not
2: compete. Or Cal, the truth is well, I better be careful because we're saying it over the air. We don't know this is the truth, but maybe it's a uh, um, or Coca-Cola, if you want our product in your store. Yeah, they were offered, shall we say, unbeatable
1: terms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, you're yeah. right. we will
3: make you an offer you can not refuse. You so know the that?
1: smaller retailers, they were offered certain certain uh, terms and conditions, should we say. Branson has founded hundreds of businesses, and he hasn't shed a tear over any of the failures, but this one really stuck with him. I want
2: to, Cal, can you, like, get that? That, uh, you know, like on eBay, can you get a I, I don't know. virgin Coke? I don't know, virgin cola.
1: <clears throat> and he said the lesson he learned was this. Never go into any business unless you know you are far better than your competition. Mm-hmm. And he said cola was cola was cola. And even though I had a competitive product, taking on Coke was a bad idea. And that, folks, <sighs> is... Bad idea
2: to take on Radio Law Talk if you, yeah, want, to start, if you want to start a the show. There you go. Bad you though. guys want to know
6: the score? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> uh, I'm 24. Yeah. Fred and Todd are tied at 14. Hmm. What? Cal, Cal is really showing a solid eight. Nice, oh, my gosh. Nice.
2: No. She's wiping the floor with us,
1: Todd. Next hour, <laughs> I'm going to take you to a case where a man was convicted of a, of a rape charge and kept him in prison for a long time. So we'll talk about the outcome of that. Of
2: the appeal. Yeah, well, of all of that.
1: Next time oh, on nice. Case or No Case. That's next time. That's a meantime, good one, Cal.
2: Thank you. Meantime, back to Radio Law Time. Right. We like to welcome KSWM, 940 AM, Aurora, Missouri, WMAY, 92.7 FM, Springfield, Illinois, and WKUL, 92.1 FM, Coleman, Alabama. Yes. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Look, a couple of things that we've been sitting here for, and talking about forever is this Rust lawsuit and what happened out at Rust, uh, Rust was a show that Alec Baldwin was—I believe he was also a director, wasn't he? He, he was not the great. director; he was executive he was executive he was producing, producer. It. Right, yeah. producing it, right? Producing it. It was a it was a cowboy western and the and star, it, and it, and he's a star. And it was out in New Mexico. And um, those of you who don't know what happened, uh, he was using a supposed, you know, gun with blanks and. It went off, and he claims he didn't intent- pull the trigger, but it went off and shot one of the uh, cinematographers uh, and killed her, hit her in the chest, and then uh, it ricocheted and hit one of the other the members, director. The director, and then uh, he, I think, in the shoulder or in the arm, yep. and he got injured. What a mess going on right now. <clears throat> so the most interesting thing to me is this. Who's standing next to Alec Baldwin, as he? and, and believe me, we haven't got over all the facts, but... We're taking piece by piece what's going on, and this is the latest this week. And so that's why we have to talk about the latest because there's multiple lawsuits going on, people pointing fingers, no criminal charges at this point. They're investigating it at this point. But what's interesting, a lady by the name of Mammy Mitchell – Mammy Mitchell was standing next to him, and I don't remember her. She's a script supervisor. Script,
3: yes. What is that, Todd? You've done acting. What's a script supervisor? So script supervisors, one of their responsibilities is for making sure, you know, when you yell cut and things are the way they are, making sure the set looks the same way where the next time they come back to it. There was a... Game of Thrones had a really big one recently where if you go through the show, somebody's supposed to be in this show that's like set in the old, you know, old times and and somebody's Starbucks cup is up on the table. A script supervisor would have figured that out. Script supervisor would, should have figured should that have out. Figured out. Script supervisor is the one that says, okay, when you came in and you delivered this line you were touching your head, so we're going to redo this scene. you got to be touching your head again. Anytime you see in a show where there's some sort of continuity displacement, script supervisor missed that one.
2: Got it. Okay, so we know who they are. This is Mammy Mitchell. She's standing near uh, Alec Baldwin when the shot went off and she sues... Producers, the you know the company and Alec Baldwin, uh, claiming assault, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and deliberate infliction of harm. This is her argument, uh, and she brings it in California. Okay, uh, don't forget this happened out in New Mexico. So the question is, and notice the intentional stuff. So as a personal injury lawyer, I know exactly what they're doing. What they're trying to do is. Uh, uh go past the uh, you know what what basically what is her her claim or can be her claim, which is a workers comp case in New Mexico right But what they do is if you show an intentional act, then you can get out of the workers comp realm because by the way workers comp, you don't make a lot of money, you don't get paid a lot in workers comp. Uh, to get into what's called a third-party or outside lawsuit because uh, that that basically that's called the exclusive remedy. Her exclusive remedy technically should be workers' comp, but they're claiming it was intentional, and therefore it falls outside of workers' comp. So that's what's going on. Mammy Mitchell is bringing this lawsuit. Go ahead, Denise.
6: And she's she's represented by the very famous uh, Gloria Allred. And um, what's interesting about this is they brought it in California, although the injury, the alleged injury occurred in New Mexico. So California court will have to apply New Mexico law. And under New Mexico law, um, the workers' comp should apply in this case unless there was a Supreme Court case, um, a state Supreme Court case out of New Mexico that said unless the act is so deliberate that it can't be considered negligence. So that's why they're trying to escape. And the reason they bring it in California, in my opinion, is because it kind of takes it out of um, the stage of New Mexico. They might have a better shot of California courts interpreting New Mexico law a little differently. Right.
3: I I have a question. This is for you. Fred. Yeah, I
2: already got got to answer it. I know what the question is. Go ahead. Well, just
3: with regard to selecting California as the forum now if if the script supervisors signed a contract to be a script supervisor on this show or on the show rust and there was a forum selection clause in the contract that designated any lawsuit anything arising out of anything occurring on the set during your course and scope of your duties must be filed in the state of california is could that be a reason why
2: right because as it stands without looking at any of the details this case has to be brought in new mexico yes and and that's why but we don't know all the details i haven't read those contracts but yes there's an exclusive remedy or they can within the contract say it has to be in this 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 area right new york whatever in california probably this whole script was written and and all the work was done in California, probably. Is this a federal
6: court? Because it could be um, based I, that's, that's, on.
2: The answer is I. I don't believe so, and the reason I say I don't believe so because oh. because it's they brought a demur. That's right. And it's that's not civil, a federal court, and that's civil state of California stuff. So
3: demurs yeah,
2: not are not in federal court.
3: And, and it's easy to think that well,
2: because well, what's because a demurrer. Yeah. Okay, I can go through that. Go ahead. Sure, sure. I was was just going to
3: say it's easy to say that – you raised a point there, Fred. It was good that even though this happened in New Mexico, as you you were pointing out, Fred, look, the actual filming of a show – represents a small portion of the work done on that show. And with a script supervisor's responsibilities, a lot of that occurred in the state of California if that's where the pre-production stuff was going on. And so her contract for employment, most of it probably occurred in California before they went on location to shoot.
6: Yeah, that's a good point. Um, So what's a demur? When I come back,
3: I'm gonna explain what a demur
2: is and why it is really hard, really hard to throw a case out on a demur. We'll be back
1: i think i saw that movie dumber no dumber and no no sorry wrong, wrong wrong movie okay sorry we'll be back with more radio law talk i took a shot it was a bad one don't go away we'll continue in a bit stay tuned for more radio law talk it's coming right up after we break away Advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins,
4: First, they said cigarettes were safe. We know how that turned out. Now, they say they didn't market e-cigarettes to teens. Fact: More than one in four high school students are vaping and 80% say their first e-cigarette was flavored. Vaping is harmful to developing brains. The reason we think vaping is safe, marketing. Same lies, different day. Tell Big Vape to quit lying.
7: That's 800-711-9218. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time an actress try playing a different role every time the bell rings how about a scientist ever heard of physics chemistry who do you think teaches that teachers today are breaking down obstacles finding innovative ways to instill old lessons and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom it's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list don't try to convince yourself otherwise you had it right the
4: first time Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make More. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. I like the
6: Amadose Valley. That is on the Doodle.
1: Now,
2: Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your
1: host, Fred Penny.
2: Talking about rust. We were in the interesting thing what is a demur? A Demur is basically saying to the court, and it's in, based out of California, and all states or most states have the exact same thing. Sometimes they call it different uh, a different word, but it is you have to assume everything pled or everything that the plaintiff or the people suing said is true. The court has to say, okay, uh, even though it might not be true, you have to assume it's true. And then if... They basically the other side has to prove, even if, if it's that true, still under the law, it, they, they, the court has to throw it out. So it's very, very difficult to win on a demur, and the odds of winning
3: are slim and none. I, I like to refer to a demur as a yeah, so motion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Who so cares?
6: The uniqueness of the demur in um, California is um, that it is basically the same as a motion to dismiss. Right. So it's all of the other states have that. But in California, you don't have to set out a separate uh, motion for demur and s- separately from your answer. So in California, you can actually answer the complaint and demur to the complaint at the same time, right. which is kind of unique to California.
2: So anyway, the long and the short is we don't want to get into this boring, demur stuff. But what it comes down to is they'll probably – no, not you, all of us are talking about it. Um, look, the odds of Alec Baldwin getting this case thrown out are slim. Like we said, a motion for summary judgment, which is at the end after you get the facts – and you take the depositions and do all the discovery. That's when a motion for summary judgment, a lot of times the courts
3: will throw it right. out. And the interesting thing is that, the, again, the basis for the demur in Alec Baldwin's case, his attorneys are bringing up, is they're saying this is a work comp case. This is not a, this is not a civil case. Interestingly, they're not saying, hey, you, you've picked the wrong s- forum. You need to sue him in New Mexico, not California. That's not one of the bases they ra- they raised. So that we he, know of, that, that we know of. So yeah. getting to our discussion, it doesn't appear, based upon what's being reported, that anybody is arguing that there being, even though the incident happened in New Mexico, that this woman suing him, Alec Baldwin, and the rust production in California. Nobody's saying that that is inappropriate at this time.
2: But here's the deal. So Alec, uh, here's Alec's argument. Number one don't forget they're trying to get outside workers comp outside workers comp you have to show intentional right so alec baldwin's claiming look there's nothing in any of the allegations that su- suggest anything they did was intentional right to commit you know harmful conduct right under new mexico law but but the thing is is it, under Demur, it's like all they have to do is say there was right Just that's right was. and that and so so that's what i'm saying alec baldwin's you know discussions and arguments are probably going to be moot um, Alec Baldwin will probably live, win later or may win later on this. The other thing they argue is um, that Mitchell, that's the plaintiff, the people soon, concede, uh, uh, conceded that the gun uh, that was being held by Baldwin was not intended to be loaded with live ammunition. So, therefore, you know, um, there's nothing intentional. It wasn't intended. It's not like Alec Baldwin loaded it himself and intended to shoot her. The the cinematographer, right? That's but they can allege
3: that. It, it, can they get around workers' comp if they allege intentional acts, not rising to loading the gun or anything, but intentional acts that rise to the level of gross negligence? Does that get them around workers' it, comp?
2: It, the answer is yes and no,
3: okay. maybe.
6: <laughs> the answer is it looks like under New Mexico it could be. Okay, I it could be. So. It uh, could be. What yeah, I, I, I would like to point out is I think that. Insurance is involved, and I think that defense of Baldwin and the production company is probably being conducted by a Kumis counsel um, because the intentional acts have been alleged, but I do think that this is probably going to fail more than likely on a motion for summary judgment. I Which think is that, the end, after the yeah, fact. That's yeah, that's when you yeah, actually yeah. get into the facts of the case, and if there's no dispute as to any material fact, it can be dismissed.
2: Yeah, and of course you've got the... Oh, you know, a lot of this is posturing. I don't care what anybody says. Here's the plaintiff's lawyer says, quote, the def- defendants who filed the demur are trying to avoid explaining their conduct before a judge and jury in the court of law. We intend to vigorously oppose their demur, and we believe that we should be allowed to proceed. These people don't want it to go to the jury. You know, it's like, come on, man, this is the standard Stuff do. I, I
3: think one other reason we're seeing lawsuits like this so early on, we've got the one from the armorer, right? the one who's supposed to look after this stuff. There are a lot of people on this set that are fighting for their careers in Hollywood. If nobody says anything at all, it's very easy to get this stigma. Oh, you were part of the production crew in that rust right. thing, and somebody died. We're not touching you with a 10-foot pole. Right. And and the armorer wants to get out in front of that saying, I didn't do anything wrong, and here's my public fight. I don't care if this suit doesn't go anywhere. I want the public to know what I've alleged, that this is everything that I did, because if I don't, I'll never work again. And, and I see a script supervisor, given their duties, maybe having the same concern. I want this to get out there so that people know that whatever happened on the set, I wasn't responsible for. I'm standing my ground. And, yeah, and so it's, this, is, this is career survival for a lot of these folks. And, again, using the legal world, my conspiracy, using the legal proceedings as a way to further some other non-legal aspect that, that they don't want to lose in their
6: life.
2: Right, it's just yeah. It's so, do
6: you agree that if they lose on the demur, that they'll get leave to amend the complaint so they can allege sure, different facts sure, if necessary?
2: Sure, but I mean, this is just an exercise in puffery, almost. You know, <laughs> I, that's just to me. It's just like you know, come on, the demur, move on. It sounds and like you're trying to
1: show your client you're doing something aggressive.
2: Yeah, when you may or may not be. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. As a plaintiffs lawyer, when they demur, I'm like, come on, stop trying to build a file. I mean, I, you know, it's, I'm sorry, I'm not saying that, that, that they have the right to do it, but look, you know, attorneys should be called, okay, look, here's an, you're alleging this, you shouldn't be, talk about it, you know, uh, but, you know, most of the times when the court does say, okay, you didn't plead it exactly right, you can go back and replead it right, you know, so... It, it's just, it's almost like, come on, guys, let's just cut to the chase. But anyway, that's, that's I grew up in Pinron, uh, California, so that's the problem of 600 population. Uh, and so the, uh, that's the way we work things. Here's the thing I want to bring up next. <clears throat> We're talking about COVID 19. We're not going to get into the co- you know, we don't, we stay politically neutral, but the United, uh, uh, you got the Supreme Court issues with Biden, which has already come up. And then we've got the New York mask mandate issue also. But here's what I want to say before we get into that. And the laws, we're going to talk about the laws and the issues legally about this. My daughter, my wonderful daughter's in New York. Uh, she's there visiting. She had to be there for, it was for business, and her and her husband are there. And I've been in New York a number of times, and New York's got some lovely places. And by the way, my favorite place in New York is outside of New York, New York, because I'm not a city person. I'm a country boy, right? And it's beautiful outside of the city. There's, New York has just got some beautiful country. Um, and people don't realize it's there's like farms in New York and really cool looking fa- old time farms. She's like, Dad, this is just this is one of my favorite places, New York. It is so nice walking around out there, and it, the you know the public is, I said, dear, it's COVID time, and you're not walking elbow to elbow with everybody. It's funny. She goes, yeah, it's not super busy, Dad. Of course not. It's not busy. Nobody's there. <laughs> so my sweet little daughter's like, no, go there, you know, 19, I mean, 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, when you can't even hardly walk. I'm not saying that's bad. Some people like that, but I'm a country boy, so for me, that's just too close. But she's like, man, no, it's not that bad here yeah dear it's not that bad because the whole basically state is almost shut down but anyway um i've got a couple of good friends there, and they said it's just they don't say it's a ghost town, but they said it's just it's amazing what New york is like it's just like nobody's out there it's hardly any
3: i re- I remember obviously we don't i don't live in a populist anywhere near New York, but I do remember right after the lockdowns first started back in the spring of you know late winter early spring of 2020 and having to drive somewhere to, to go get food at a drive through or food at a drive through or food at a drive through. Yeah, that's all I did. But th- just being amazed how normally when there would be traffic, nothing, nobody out.
6: It was nobody kind of nice. Yeah. It was kind of nice. I know that. I didn't mind it. It
3: was surreal.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: My wife and I had to drive through San Francisco to go to Stanford University Heart Place and. We'd go down highway 101 which believe me it, it's ah. always a parking lot yes we breeze through there like we were driving down a backcountry road it was amazing it
2: that's was amazing. crazy yeah. and actually yeah. when it started to get busy again my wife said I like I I, I I now appreciate you know the roads being packed again we'll be back we're gonna continue talking about this uh, in a few minutes uh, hour number two I think we'll chat about it we'll be back.
1: As Fred gave away, hour number two of Radio Law Talk is coming up at six minutes after the hour, either on your favorite radio station or streaming on radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.
5: What does it mean to be an American? Just what are our American values? Working hard to succeed. Loving God, country, and family. Being honest, strong, and compassionate.
0: Supporting our Constitution. And recognizing that we are blessed to be living in America, the greatest country in the world.
5: Our Bill of Rights protects us. Our freedoms of worship, speech, and privacy. Our right to own firearms. Our right to trial by jury.
0: Our right to be free. To live our own lives without some bureaucrat telling us what to do. Most countries don't have these rights.
5: Want to know more? It's all there in the book. Get your own free book, The U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. Then read it again. And this time, share it with your friends. Our great constitution is the basis of all of our freedoms, our inalienable rights. Get your own copy at freeusbook.com.
0: Brought to you by the American Media Council.